You are listening to Honor with William McCarthy, live from Brooklyn, New York. It is true, this is not a typo. I went through two earthquakes and a tornado in the same week. <laughs> it's true, and there's a hurricane coming tonight and tomorrow. So what happened was I was in California, and I was performing, and it happened... The earthquake happened when I was on stage in San Diego. It's just crazy. The first one, there was two. The first one was actually very long. It was like, I would say, it went for over a minute. Things were just shaking, no big deal. And then uh, the, the second one happened when I was like on stage, right? So then I went to New Orleans. I wanted to work on some of the visual components of the new album. And I got there to shoot pictures. It completely, it was like the loudest thunder I've ever heard in my life. I was in bed, boom, clap, bang. It sounded like thunder was literally 10 feet above the house. So the tor this tornado was happening. And what's, what happens um, every once in a while in New Orleans is they actually have these like, they have pumping stations. It's just crazy. Like I learned so much about New Orleans, but the Lake Pontchartrain is on one side and the Mississippi is on the other. And, there, and there's a floodplain and it goes, and the city is sitting right in the middle of it. So they've also got these kind of like, uh, I forget what they're called. They're like inlets where they, they open them up so the water can can drain into them from where they have a, an abundance of water. And here you've got an interesting situation that this city is ingrained in, in the psyche of, of American culture. This is the big easy we're talking about here. So people aren't going to up and leave, but it does flood there. So my car got, I was driving it and it went, we went through water and the car stopped. So it wouldn't start again. So I had to like get it towed. So there's water everywhere. And I swear, man, um, I don't know if they would call them what you'd call them overseas. We would call it like a median or like an island. It's like when you're driving down the street, like that big long strip of usually grass or trees or whatever that, that separates both streets. So many cars were just like stuck on those things. There was I saw cars all day yesterday with water up to its windows. I, I saw, we saw cars that had, were, you know, completely buried in water. Um, the water was going into the car and up past the, the, the side mirrors. Just like crazy. I felt like I was in a film and like, obviously Katrina jumps into your mind. So I'm there and we're, we're, we're like looking around and you could feel the humidity there and just such a beautiful, cool, cool city. But the, on the tip of everyone's tongue, you talk to, uh, you talk to 10 people, 10 people are going to tell you a different story. <coughs> the tow truck driver, man, get out of here. This, the, he had this, such a cool accent. Uh, I said, Nolens, bad weather. Get out of here. It was this old guy. Uh, actually, it wasn't that old. He was kind of like a Cajun looking dude. He was like a, a white dude. Had, um, 
kind of like fly fishing pants all the way up to his like you know chest and little suspenders and he got out of his his tow truck and then the next then we went to walmart and then in walmart that you know we were just trying to get some supplies ourselves like water we didn't know it was going to happen there was a line getting into walmart because what happened is because of the flooding people couldn't really get to work so walmart was really short staffed well, it sounds like funny that it's Walmart. It is like a giant super center where you could get everything from aspirin, aspirin to baby diapers to food. And um, when people hunker down to get through a storm, that's where they go, right? So there was a line getting in security guards because there wasn't enough staff and they didn't want it to turn into like a pandemonium situation of like looters. It was crazy, man. So everyone you ask, so this guy's get out of here, man. It's good, bad weather. Bad weather coming, and then the other guy was just like, um, "If I had a choice, if I had a, if I had a choice, and I was you, I would get out of here." Then the next person's like, "Nah, this is a Category One hurricane. Um, get some beer, barbecue, say hi to your neighbors. You know, it'll be fine." And then there's other people like, you know, the the flooding. They hadn't seen flooding this bad in ten years, so. It was it was intense driving around and I felt very much like a part of this city for a moment. What can I can I just stand on a soapbox? What an amazing city. I thought I knew a little bit about New Orleans. I once upon a time hitchhiked through there. Uh, driven through there a few times. I went to my I went to a work conference with my friend Wilson once. He had something for his job there. I went there that time. I played there with Augustines. If Palin ever played there, what a place. What a place. I was driving in a cab yesterday and this this guy was speaking. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't place. I like to always guess where cabbies are. Not that it, not, they don't say a word. I just like sit back and try to guess where they're from. Last night, I guessed it when I came into New York. The dude was from Nepal. He was an Asian, kind of Mongolian-looking guy, and his name was Kumar. So I'm like, okay, where does an Indian-type country meet with, like, a Mongolian or, like, a Chinese-Asian country? I would say this guy's probably, because he's very tan, I would say he's probably Nepalese. So are you from Nepal? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. I was just there a couple years ago. Hey, so I guess that one. This other dude was talking, and I looked at his name, and it wasn't French. He was a black guy. He was young. He had dreadlocks, like, up in his cap. And it's, it's, his name was, like, very old school, like, Ernest Henry something. And it wasn't, like, French. So I'm like, mm, I don't think this is, I don't think he's Haitian. I, he doesn't have a Jamaican accent. He's speaking in another, some kind of, like, language I can't figure out. And I'm sitting there listening to him, like, it's not French. I'm thinking West Africa? Mm, I don't know. This is a tough one, man. And I, sir, excuse me, sir. What language are you speaking? This is Creole, man. And I was listening to Creole. It was the coolest thing ever. Like, wow. Not to mention, earlier when I, I, I was out and I saw two police officers speaking. They were Cajuns. They were speaking French. So... Like this, just if you if you know America, or you travel around it. This doesn't happen that often, man. It, to hear Creole and and French um, spoken in the streets, very special. 
as is the architecture, as is the music history. Um, there is French history, there's slave history, there's plantation history. Then also the Mississippi people traveled up and down the Mississippi for work. So I just could just, there's so much I could write. And I just want to urge you, if you go to New Orleans, if you like consider New Orleans, take it as a, as a pro tip from your old friend, Bill McCarthy. What a place. Make sure you rent a car though. I think that's important. People are scared of it. I know it's one of the fourth most dangerous. It's the fourth most dangerous city in the country. But you don't have to mix with that energy. You get yourself a little rental car, do some research, and just go drive around this American gem. Absolutely stunning. Rickety. It's in decay. Kind of reminds me of Red Hook, how Red Hook used to be. Anyways, got great work done there. I filmed quite a bit. I shot a lot of photos. Didn't have a lot of time because I had to abbreviate my trip due to the hurricane coming, which is going to hit. Also, an interesting thing being in New Orleans, I really felt like it's tough to tell because people <clears throat> are so optimistic there that, I mean, they're just like people are dancing in the streets. There's music coming out of everywhere. Everyone who saw my guitar case when I was walking around was nice to me. And I don't want to say it's some Shangri-La kind of... If you're a musician, go there. It's going to be easy and great. No, I mean, it's. I'm sure it's got its own challenges like anywhere, but people at the airport were nice. The guy checking my luggage, the, the, the like, security guy, the, the checkpoint guy, um, he was like, so where do you play? What, like, he, he's like, oh, you like Cajun music? Oh, man, you got to check out John Dasano. He's great, man. And um, he was asking me what kind of guitar I had. It was just like, constant security guards so nice um food good i had gumbo before i left oh a lot of like a lot of lobster and crawfish and stuff just super super cool and the sexuality of the place like everyone's in like cut off shorts the girls are like like winking at the boys the boys are winking at the girls the homeless dudes walking by dance around you know playing spoons it was just phenomenal um, such history, Fats Domino, Louis Armstrong, they named their, their, their airport after Louis Armstrong. But back to my original point, you could, I see how Katrina happened, um, structurally, obviously below sea level. Um, I get that it was a category five hurricane, I believe it was, and it was coming in from the Caribbean. But I just think when people didn't evacuate, to be fair, they did try. And this, the, the highways were all backed up. People were stuck on the, on the highway for up to the, like a whole day. So, I mean, this is all firsthand accounts that I was getting yesterday. That people were on the freeway waiting with their car idling for so long that their car ran out of gas. So a lot of people just ran out of gas. Um, when I was walking through the floodwaters, I was in, in my pants and I rolled them up to my knees and I was walking around in my, my flip-flops. And my legs started burning. It was because of all the gas and oil in the in the waters from the flooding that were you know because they they call out so many cars and gas lines and stuff. So it was just a small taste of what these people went through. But I just it was confusing for me to get a definitive answer. Like where do you go to ask like like climate and weather questions? Like definitive questions you could turn on. The news, which often is hyping shit to 
the nth degree trying to get their ratings up and and so they're like really pushing you know kind of dramatizing it what are you gonna ask a cop like who's who's there to tell you about the weather it was we it was very interesting i didn't really know exactly where to go for that and um i really saw like what it might have been like to be in katrina not obviously when it hit but like the rumblings leading up to it. I happened at the time during Hurricane Katrina, I happened to be working with a girl from New Orleans and just watching her face watch this Doppler Doppler radar screen. It was just excruciating. And this is, that's her city. And just how much it means, like what New Orleans means to people who live in New Orleans. It is a funky, upbeat place. Now I will talk about race stuff. Hey, first thing I noticed, there's not really any Latinos there. There's no, so there's, you don't hear Spanish in the streets. That's very odd. You hear that everywhere in America. Two, large Vietnamese population, which I think probably had to do with the 70s and refugees. And I think I, I remember reading about it. So there is, a, there's no shortage of great Vietnamese stuff, um, Vietnamese food to be eaten there. And uh, obviously the Cajuns. So wherever, like I was... It, at I was at my B and B and I was looking on the in it, on the lawn and it had a sign that said like Pierre it's like Pierre Laurent for City Congress or something and like all the names are in French and it's like oh my god this is amazing, um, so I'm gonna be going down there much more. I want I want I've been I love obviously horn players and um, jazz like. The, the whole jazz side of New Orleans is just fascinating. So anyway, I got a lot of work done. Yes, I got screwed. Yes, my car got towed. Yes, my rental car completely stopped running because of water. Yes, I was in a tornado. Yes, I was in two earthquakes. Yes, I had to abbreviate my trip. But I really did get good work done. The photographer that I was working with, I told him, like, look, sometimes I walk up to a stage and... The owner just doesn't give a shit and he's late and he opens the door and I have 30 minutes to get everything set up. My merch table, my guitar to restring it, get it ready, do my sound check and doors are open and off we go. And you forgot the music. Here's a playlist to play. When your back's against the wall like that, and it often is, I think, I think tremendous art can come out of you. So I think this is an interesting thing with artists that we can't like sit back and get it just right. We have to work with what's going on and we have to like get it out there. And sometimes when you are an autopilot, you're just trying to get through something, some magic can happen. So I think I did that. Um, as for airports, hilarious. So yesterday I'm in New Orleans and I buy a beer and she's like... <laughs> She's like, what would you like, honey? And I'm like, I'll have, I'll just have, have a pint, you know. And she's like, okay, would you like that to go cup? I'm like, what? It's like, would you like that to go? Like the beer to go? Yeah, put it in a pot. You're allowed to walk around the airport with beer. It's not you're not quarantined like some criminal, like how they treat you at other airports where you have to sit in some strange like drinking area, like that. You know, like they have smoking areas. 
Um, you can't carry beer around an airport in other parts of the country. They don't close bars. They close them like five in the morning. <laughs> it's just like incredible. Um, people do what they want to do and they lo- and people leave each other alone and they just do their thing. Oh, so excited. So excited to work there. Everyone, I'm back. Thank you for being patient. It was really not nice. Um, yeah, again, more people told me to get out of the city because it was going to flood and it was going to be bad. They hadn't seen this kind of weather in a really long time, so I, I listened to them. I just thought the complications of the flights during hurricane day would be ridiculous. So here I am back in New York. It's time to get to work. There is no shortage of tasks on my desk, and I've got to get cracking. Keep the faith, brothers and sisters. And we've got some surprises coming. Oh, wow. So much fun stuff over here. And I I, yeah, I don't want to give you guys any hints because it's going to be epic. We're, the album release is imminent. We're looking at, ooh, we're getting about a month and a half away. Magic, magic, magic. All right, all my best, you guys. I love you. Keep your chin up. It is the weekend. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy live from New York City.